Good morning, bears. How are you today? I am good. Today. Oh, hi, everybody. How are you today? How is the audio? I, I got a new cord. I'm wondering if the static is gone. Is the static on? I got a new, uh, I got a new mic cord. Let me tweet, let me tweet this out. It's time. Yeah, I'm about to debut the It's Time video. I just, uh, I already put it on YouTube just to let you guys check it out. And then I got some really interesting stuff to talk about because the responses from yesterday's, yesterday's episode were so touchingly beautiful and also some of them pretty intense. I really wanted to, uh, to talk to you guys about them because the, the vast majority of response from my special and even from the townspeople has been ridiculously positive. And I just want people to know that, that, that there's been so much positive support. Lots of people have messaged my wife saying like, I was there. There's nothing but love. You guys are great. Please don't leave. Like we need this voice, you know, uh, we're a small town. Like we don't like, please stay. My wife is so funny, Amy. Like, it's so funny how in times of intensity, people's character really shines. And she's just dialed in. People think that I'm the big bear. Amy's the big bear. Maybe we're both big bears. But I think that's why she uh, fell in love with me in the first place, is she saw the, the strength in me, and, and she knew that she could always count on me when she, when she needed me. Because she's not the one telling me to pull back. She's like, I, I hate these people. I'll, I'll light them up. But she's so, she's so smart. She's an engineer. She doesn't talk as much as me. Not even close. She listens. You know, sometimes we even get in arguments about that where I'm like, are you all right? She's like, yeah, why? I'm like, you just look sad. But when it's time to talk, she talks. And the responses she gives to people, it's, it's better than I speak. And I'm pretty damn good speaker. I'm a professional speaker. And I, I listen to Amy and I'm like, whoa, you know, she's a Hispanic pregnant woman being lectured by white small town people calling her a racist. So she did something funny today. She was going to text our neighbors. Do, do any of you guys want any more of our racist eggs? Because we have 10 chickens and we can't possibly eat 10 eggs a day. So, uh, She's just playing the joke now at this point. And, uh, but this is what I really wanted to talk about up top before we, we do any comedy stuff. Because this is, this is important. This is very important. My people, my, my bears, are really good people. And they are typically family-oriented. A lot of them are just extremely intelligent. They're on all types of jobs. Rather, they're, you know... Uh, carpenters or genetic engineers or politicians or lawyers or they're currently unemployed or they're vets or they're right now they're in Afghanistan. It, it's all over the map. The unifying factor pretty much is an non, we don't like the PC world of bullshit and we don't like when people lie. Like when people just live lies and, and everyone knows they're lying, right? And the one thing about the bears I've noticed is you guys are down to die on the hill with me. And a lot of you guys found me when, when I was going through all that trans kid stuff, right? I stood up against this like open 
and psychotic belief that no one seemed to question that a three-year-old could be trans and then the damage that comes from that. And when I stood my ground against my agency at the time, CAA, and um, my management and my road schedule and colleges and everything was kicking me out and I wouldn't change my mind, I think it inspired a lot of people to say, enough's enough, I'll die on the hill with you, Big Bear, right? But this is the thing about power. And I got a great book from one of the bears. And one of the sections was about the difference between power and force. And I think one of the reasons I have power right now, because I do, is because I'm not in the into force. I don't want to abuse power. And power is a lot of times simply just influence, where people listen to my words and they trust me and they'll follow me and they will do stuff for me. It's, it's, it's remarkable what you people do for me. And it's insane in a good way. You know, like young, it's, it's also mind blowing how many young people listen to this or write to me and they say, you know, you give me hope. I was so sad. I thought that the world, I didn't even know why I should get out of bed. Everyone says, you know, being a man sucks. I'm 14. My dad's never home. You know, I get these letters all the time. And so I take it really seriously that I want to be a good role model and I don't want to enact some sort of animalistic revenge on people when I haven't thought it out. And since my son was born, I have become more religious, not super intensely, but I, 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 I've rekindled my belief in God. I was never an atheist, but I, I, I really started realizing that the ancient truth is, is true. And Jordan Peterson really helped me get to that place. And it's really benefited my life. And it's allowed me to see the world a lot clearer, but it's all nonsense. The reason I was agnostic for a bit is because I saw the liars and, and the cheats and the, and the greed of, of certain churches that I was raised with. And I wasn't mature enough yet to separate, um, to separate the human aspect of religion from, uh, the truth aspect of religion and, and the moral code aspect. And now I'm old enough to be able to do that. And I really want to pass that on. Jordan Peterson and I battle a similar demon and that's rage, right? We have a temper. And he admitted that on um, one of the interviews he did with, with Ben Shapiro. And I believe it was, who was it? It was Ben Shapiro and Dave Rubin. And they had one of the best conversations ever on the Rubin Report. I highly recommend you check that out. But you can see it in, in Peterson's eyes that, that he battles a temper, you know? And he's from um, a part of Canada that's pretty rough, kind of like where my mom's from. I'm from a pretty blue-collar, rough-around-the-edges area. And, and when you're raised in that environment, it's pretty easy to just go like this to, to any threats. And I battle that all the time. And my wife is better at, at balance, you know, saying, don't respond yet, think. Think. And then when she does, it's not, a, it's not an element of, of being weak. And that's why I have a clip I want to show you guys. This is something that I listened to Peterson and it allowed me to grow as, an, as a human being. And this is why I, I don't want any of you to email Saranac Lakes um, Chamber of Commerce and, and talk and say how, how, how much you won't be coming here or God forbid you try and find out who this person is that started all these rumors and, and made our life so complicated. Don't do any of it. And I'm not saying that in, in one of those like uh, Vince Vaughn 
ways. Uh, what movie was that? Was it Couples Retreat where he's like, don't do anything. And John Favreau's like, yeah, I got you. Don't do anything. He's like, no, but seriously, don't. He's like, right. Me and the boys aren't going to do any. I'm being serious. Don't do anything. And it's not an act of cowardice. In fact, it's the be- it's the it's the most it's the most strength you can possibly do is not is is when you can hurt someone, don't. Because it's getting so nutty around here. I mean, I have the instinct of just uh altering the the face of this town permanently, but I won't because no one would win. And I would be succumbing to my demons. And that's not what I want to do. I want to live an ethical life, which is one of the main reasons that I do the jokes I do. Because I won't do an agenda. I won't do what isn't true to me. I will try and and do the best jokes I can. And the amount of support we've gotten is so good that I don't want this area uh, uh, dragged through the mud. The Adirondack Park is, is gorgeous. So many people have been so great to us. The amount of people that have turned on us because of the uh, the will of a, of, of a very, very small and very, very crazy group of people is is somewhat terrifying. But that being said, it doesn't matter. This this is Jordan Peterson. And please, please, please let this sink in because this guy is right. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. Let me find this um, this clip. Oh, I have a South Park clip I got to send you to. I got to show you guys the South Park clip. It's so funny. All right. Where is Peterson? Hello, Mr. Peterson. This is a profound and it's short, but just let this into your life because it's true. You know, there's a line in the New Testament. The meek shall inherit the earth. I got to look at my phone for a sec here because I don't know what time it is. There's a line in the New Testament that says, and it's in the Sermon on the Mount, says the meek shall inherit the earth. And that, I heard, that line always bothered me. I thought, no way, that's not, that, that's not right. Meek can't be the right word. So when I was doing the story of Noah and talking about the Sermon on the Mount, I spent a bunch of time looking at commentaries on that line, looking at the roots, the, you know, the Greek roots and the Hebrew roots, and trying to figure out what that meant. And it, meek does not mean meek. That's wrong. Here's what it means. Those who have weapons and know how to use them but still keep them sheathed will inherit the earth. Jesus, that's a lot different, man. It's a lot better, right? Because the way it's normally, it's normally interpreted is if you're so weak that you're harmless, then things will go well for you. It's like, no, that's not right. That's, and that's not, that can't be right. It doesn't fit with the narrative. It certainly doesn't fit with this narrative. I mean... You got to let that sink in because that's the, that's the truth. And, um, and Peterson, you can see it in his eyes. He's a dangerous man. And I know I'm a dangerous man for real. And not, I'm not saying that in like a physical threatening type of way. Like I have the ability when I'm injured and I've been injured, you know, when I've been through these trials by fire before where shame is upon me, I, I have now accumulated enough resources where I can, I can fight back to a degree that's almost like an atom bomb. Like this morning, I was just writing jokes with my buddy, um, Stephen Crowder. And then and in two, an hour and a half, I'll be uh, doing Stephen Molyneux's show. And I have an open invite for InfoWars or, or Rogan or just these massive platforms, right? Like just make CNN look like a, a, a little kid's twi- Twitter account. And 
the more info people would know about this story, the more it would gain traction. It would become insane. And it would ruin the lives of good people. And I don't want that because the key to being an adult is keeping your sword sheathed. Not throwing your sword away, but just keeping it sheathed and saying, this, this, like seeing the big picture and not just reacting like a child. That, that'll bring us to our great it's time video. But I mean, the threats that have been made against us, we, like the, the, the school that, that Walter was going to, this place called Little Dippers, the board convened about my joke. And uh, left a six-minute message on Amy's machine about how uh, they were so apologetic, of course, but you know how how uh, they don't want our kind around here. And uh, you know the church refusing to take our our charity. And and this is what people keep saying is, uh, oh, and Guck went in went in to help me yesterday get all my stuff from the event area, and he said he's like, dude, I just walk in City Hall. And I can literally hear people talking about you guys. <laughs> and there's only 2,900 total people here. And Amy's been catching people posting about us, about how we're racist. And she like will screenshot all of them. She has a whole file. So if you, a lot have been deleted because she'll then respond. They're not deleted, but we're not posting them. Sheathed swords. She's... One of the only non-white people in this town. And I, you realize how racist people are when these type of things happen, when the, these witch hunts happen, you know? And it's a witch hunt, man. It's like uh, our babysitter won't watch Walter anymore. This, this really innocent little kid that, uh, you know, her mom said she doesn't want us to be uh, the kid's role model. These are all white people, guys. All of them. It's hilarious. I actually have a message from one of my black friends that I'm going to play for the small town whites around here, so... That'll be pretty funny. But this is my point. Is, uh, oh, and my brother's spiraling. You know, he's like, uh, you know, just can you please stop? Like, I work with these people. Like, please, like, I'm getting threats. People are leaving messages. He is. People are threatening my brother. This one guy said that I just crossed a line. Because a lot of these people have power. You don't know how dumb you look to the outside world. You truly don't. And that's why I really recommend people always be honest. And always uh, represent yourself as honestly as possible because outside of this little bubble, this little two and a half hours to the nearest airport, you look so racist to the outside world reacting the way you are to me. And apparently this human being is now saying that she, uh, they're the victim, of course, because, you know, they're getting threats from the bears. No, they're not. No one knows your name. How is that possible? It's literally not possible. No one knows who you are. And I... And no one will threaten you. If anyone does, they're not part of my crew. Threatening people like this is, is a horrifically stupid thing to do. We're just going to go. And Amy's excited to go now. She's like, because we've had opportunities to be other places that I can do a lot more with comedy or we can be a lot closer to a, a bigger family on her side. And uh, we had this kind of touching talk last night. She was like, in, in L.A., when we're around your buddies from... Um, from Oswego, because we all went to LA together. I'm, I'm a pack animal, you know. And she was like, they all said that in Owen's mind, his brother can do no wrong. Just know that about Owen. In Owen's mind, his brother can do no wrong. He will always look up to his brother. And that's true. And I now I'm starting to realize that uh, she's only here because I want to be close to my brother. And I've let almost uh, let her needs be a little 
back burner because of my needs. I'm now seeing the selfish, not selfish. It's cool to be with your family, but she gets so scared when I'm driving on a two lane highway to the airport at, at three in the morning to try and catch a flight to go on the road. Every flight's nine hours for me pretty much because when you fly out of Albany, it's, it's three in the morning, you're out of here. And if you don't fill up in the Adirondacks, you can't get gas because all the gas stations are closed for at least an hour, right? And so in the winter, when it's negative 30, there's ice all over the road, it's three in the morning and her husband is leaving to go to the airport. She's, she was a lot more terrified than she let me on. And now that all this is happening, she's like giving me the list of all the things wrong with living here. And she's like, if they can turn this fast on, on literally me, her, like her, one of the only minorities in the whole town, they're, they're kind of insane. You know, it's like when you start dealing, when you start realizing that people are crazy and, uh, and she's like, there's so much more we can do with our family. She's like, we're our family. Our family is us. And, um, and I don't want to hurt my brother. You know, I, I, I definitely, he has a much more normal life. Like, and, and when you have your brother as me, it's either immense pride or it's shame. And right now I'm bringing shame with my horrible jokes that no one witnessed that's mad so and i was talking to someone like a someone kind of in the middle of all of this and they were like you know there's there's every side there's sides to the story you know we can come together we can sit down I'm like there's no sides to the story before anyone reached out to me this human being had already went to the venue i performed at to get me banned Okay, there's no more talking at that point. And then after that, I found out about the church. And then at that point, when I write to these people and I say, my family's really suffering, we're about to have to move. And we don't have a lot of money. And we can't rent because we just got a giant new dog. And we have 10 chickens. And uh, we really tried to give back to this community. And they don't care at all. They're like, One of these people, all nameless, because I'm not going to pull... Swords, but if these people keep threatening my family, it's I don't know what the future is because my I am so inarguably right in this that it's embarrassing to witness. Because what the argument is, well, we don't want our our uh, our little kids' hockey team that you raised money for associated with a racist. I'm like, you weren't. This is a TV taping that you all know about, it's my fans, right. And I, to be a good townsman, as I was doing it, I raised thousands of dollars for a church and a hockey team and anything else I could do. Uh, uh, another child's thing, just anything. Anybody that was like, um, we want to give back to the community. That's always been our, our thing, that we want to be part of a tight-knit, small community in which we are generous. We like to eat breakfast at Blue Moon Cafe as much as possible to keep pumping money into this into this town because this town doesn't have a walmart they didn't fall for that so there's a little music shop downtown you know i always buy all my gear there even though it's 20 percent more expensive than amazon you know we um i we go to uh the local bars as much as possible ring up bar tabs pumping money into this economy and um and they're gonna just x all that over a joke they don't understand with people that weren't there the joke was that nigga stole my bike, right? And here is, uh, it, all right, that's, that's all right, this was the meme. I remember this meme from when I was graduating college. The joke, and when you have to explain the joke, it's so embarrassing for the other person. This has been wrapped by rappers. 
The reason it's funny, <laughs> God, is because it looks like a black guy has stolen this guy's bike. Because usually when a trainer is training someone, they go side by side. But in, in Mike Tyson's punch out from the 1980s, it looks like a guy stole this guy's bike. That nigga stole my bike. Dan, dan, dan. And then I play the song. And then the joke is, oh my God, that nigga's white. Dan, 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 dan. That Viking stole my wife. Dan, 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 dan. It's so embarrassing. And the whole setup is that I'm trying to not sound racist. And then I say something that sounds racist. And people that don't have the intelligence or the world knowledge to understand the joke don't have a right to just flip out and ruin someone's life, which they are. And I feel for my brother, you know, it's not his fight and he's got a family and I got to let him just be happy because I'm not bringing anything good to this town anymore. So we got to bounce and the world's our oyster, you know, but it's an uphill struggle at this point. I won't bend. I won't meet with these people anymore. I think they're pretty bad people. My wife thinks they're horrible. My wife's like, send it. And I'm like, no, she's sword. Because if you can't grow, what's the point of being alive? Like, I have a temper. You've seen my temper, you know? But there's a difference between me arguing with uh, blue check marks on Twitter that come at me and this. These are civilians that have no idea what they're getting into. They don't want to be dragged in the public spotlight. Trust me, it sucks. Fame is not fun. Fame is a commodity that is a negative commodity, hence the money people pay entertainers because... When your life is exposed, it's a constant feeling of, of uh, insecurity. Like people are watching you. You don't know if people are whispering. In my case, they are whispering and they're calling me a racist. I should, I should read some of these Facebook posts. And then my wife's responses are so brilliant. But so many people in this community have just risen to the occasion and said beautiful, public, wonderful things. But the, the thing my brother's in right now is... He, uh, he only sees the negative because that's the way Medusa works, you know? Oh, by the way, here's another bike thing. Look at this. My bike. See, his bike is there. That's the joke. That's it. And no, I won't subscribe to the fact nigga can't be said by a white person because that's, that's racism. I'll, 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 I'll send you, a, I'll, I'll show you a, a quick message from an actual black person in a second. All right, like Medusa. The story of Medusa. And I have a lot of Marine friends. The guy I'm going to show you the clip from, Eric Nimmer, he actually was uh, a three-tour duty Marine, and um, he's battling and beating brain cancer, which is incredible. He's a comic. He's all over the map, too, man. I watch his set. I'm crying laughing. I don't know if he hates white... I think he may hate white people, but he loves me. Uh, I don't know where he stands politically. He's a true rebel in that sense. Like You don't know what he believes, but he's just so funny, and he saved my life um, pretty much. And uh, we've been tied ever since uh, for years now. It's like crazy how, how friendships can sneak up on you. But he was so horrified by what people were doing to Amy. And he saw what the joke was. And he was like, dude, you got to get out of that town. The whites will turn on you. And I'm like, do you kind of hate the whites? He's like, dude, I'm just letting you know. The whites will turn on you. So I'll play that video in a second. Medusa, the reason the Medusa is, so, uh, is such a powerful myth is because what Eric... Uh, I did a, a, a Why Didn't They Laugh podcast a while ago with Eric out of Texas. And uh, and he talked about how on a battlefield, he's on ISIS's hit list. How, how rock star is that? Because he's killed just tons of these guys. And that's why he has that look in his eye like, <laughs> we're going to shoot a, uh, a, uh, a sketch called PTSD Babysitter. 
when it's like, when he just goes, when he's just crying, rocking my baby, and he just goes, hey, you know, I can't sleep anyway, so I might as well take care of your baby. PTS babysitter. It's really funny. But I'm sure half this town will be horrifically offended on behalf of, of people they don't understand. But uh, So what he said is on the battlefield, there's, there's several responses. There's fight, there's flight, but there's also freeze. And that's actually the most common. People just don't move in any way. And that's the story of Medusa. Medusa is a, a, is a mythic figure where she has... Uh, and I, I'm describing this because the, the majority of the people that listen to this just listen on iTunes. And uh, why didn't they laugh? But on YouTube, we've been getting, our audience is growing so fast. It's unbelievable. But anyway, so the snake is a biblical symbol, you know, from the Garden of Eden. And the snake is just that fear. And when you have Medusa with all those snakes, that's basically a, a Twitter bot. Like those are all Twitter bots right there. Those are all, that's all you see. But in reality, it's, it's an illusion. Like those snakes aren't going to bite you, you know, but it's terrifying. And most people freeze and they go and they assess, what can I lose? You know, my, I could lose my family. People are going to take my job. People are going to uh, put me full of shame. They're calling me racist. I know I'm not racist. How do I? And then they, you don't move. Obviously, the irony is that's one of the worst things you can do. And I've been through, I've looked at Medusa in the eyes and I, I no longer freeze because I know she's just a myth. And because one of the best things you can do for your security and your family is you don't freeze and you don't double down. You keep your sword sheathed. You don't hurt people. Don't hurt innocent people. And in, my, in this situation I'm in, there is a lot of innocent people that do not know what they're doing. And that's another biblical passage. Uh, forgive them, Father. They do, they do not know what uh, they do not. They, forgive them, Father. They do not know what they do. And I, I understand that. I think that's a wonderful way of looking at the world. It's beautiful. You know, you, you, you can see these people and, and the immature man sees threat and just strikes, you know, and I've done that way too many times in my life. But once you start really listening to ancient knowledge and you're like, okay, you got to forgive when you're not threatened. There's time for war, you know. You turn the other cheek until what's hitting your cheek is a sledgehammer, and then you don't let that touch your cheek. You turn the other cheek when you're getting slapped, when you know that striking back will be worse than not, right? And this is not a time for war right now. This is not a time to attack people, to attack this town, because these people feed on that. They feed on this like reaction, this like victim thing. When I saw that this human being is, is t now telling people that, that they're the victim and that people are now threatening them and, and they even cited the bears. Like most bears are like, past, not pacifists, but they're like small government, like non-aggression principle people. They're not scary. They're very protective people and they're just good. And, um, and I also don't really believe it. And one of these people in the situation told me condescendingly, hilariously condescendingly, they said, there's free speech, but there's consequences to your speech. Right. And I can deal with my consequences to my speech, but can this person? No. That's why I'm not unleashing like hell. Because it causes so much soul damage. I've been called so many names on, online. That like, it literally will make you feel like you're dying. And I'm equipped for it. 
And I'm, some people aren't, and they do not know what they do. And I think the best move, and I know right now there's people right now, uh, right there saying, oh, and they're coming for us, man. You got to step up. No, no, no. This is how you win. Trust me. You like the big bear. You like the big bear's big brain and how he can predict stuff. I've predicted so much shit over the years now for the diehards that have been with me for a long time. You got to trust me at this point. The way, the only way you win, and I'll tell you, you're not fighting the people that are fighting you. You're fighting everyone witnessing it. And you have to keep your ethics. I've made this mistake way too many times, guys. You got to keep your ethics. You got to say, just wait till the special comes out and everyone sees what they just lost. There's, and then you, you see the kindness that was given to their enemies. Listen, if someone's really coming at you, someone comes on my property, their brain is pink mist. That's what my buddy uh, Justin Roki, who's you know, no longer with us, but he used to call it pink mist. Send it, right? That's only when you're threatened physically. Do not just destroy someone's life because the witnesses, right? The next generation. And, and, and I have them following me now. And they look up to me. And that's a responsibility. That's the difference between force and power. Force is uh, forced. <laughs> power is consensual. Power comes from people saying, I trust you. And trust comes with great responsibility. All freedom comes from responsibility. And I'm trying to do my best to, to be responsible to young people and equip them with the best way they can live their life. Because there is a massive deficit right now of male role models for, for young men. Like the male role models are, are just imploding with, with threats of, of shame and potential money acquisition. It's, it's just disgusting. So this is how you win in this situation. And when I say you win, I don't mean ego. It's not about you winning. It's about your culture sustaining. If we're in a world where I can't do this joke, I'll show you this, this, this. That nigga stole my bike and play this song. It's a Mike Tyson's punch out song. joke you can't discuss anything everything's off the table and you're now authoritarian and I have some good stories about that about some teachers from the local school that have given me some uh, pretty insane intel uh, but that is that's the only way to beat that is you're always reaching out to the people that haven't lost their minds or the people that aren't reacting just in complete emotion trying to defend people that they don't realize they're defending that 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 it doesn't help the people that they're defending. It only makes it worse. It's like the... Anyway, uh, is you let the special be seen. You watch the first 20 minutes as I praise this town. I make jokes about this town that are so hyper-specific and so, um, so much intuition that you have to know I've been listening and watching this whole time and I'm trying to make your life better. I'm trying to make you laugh about things that give you pain. And once that starts happening, you're going to get a really crazy feeling in your stomach where you're like, oh, no. And when you see the joy between my brother and I and the love between the brother and I that now uh, is forever changed because my wife wants out. She, she can't let white people call her racist. She literally just thinks it's a joke. And we're not leaving out of cowardice at all. We're keeping a house here. We'll, we'll come back and visit. I'll come back and ski. No one's running me out. I'm not, I'm keeping my flag right here. I'll make, I'll make this town famous, man, in a good way. 
I love so much about this town. I take back nothing good. Everything good I've said about this area and my brother, I keep. I keep it all. But I'm not going to do that trek in the middle of the night and have negative 40 temperatures as my wife's single tear freezes to her cheek. You know, she's alone with all these dogs and chickens while I'm on the road and she's missing her grandparents and, and thinking about all the comedy I could do with, with some of these other guys in other places and how no one really will visit us that isn't like completely committed. You're not worth it anymore. And it's your, it's almost like when you're in a bad relationship and you're like, staying to win is like being in an abusive relationship and being like, I won't leave until I win. No, just walk away and just stay in touch every now and then and be like, yeah, yeah. Because a lot of times what happens is that person that, that you had to walk away from because they were acting insane down the line, you might become friends with, or they'll, there's so much growing that happens in life. I have so much growing left to do. I'm not grown. That's one reason why I'm such a free speech advocate. Because you can't learn anything unless you speak freely, right? And down the line, you might meet up for coffee and they'll be like, man, I was really crazy back then. And you're like, yeah. Here's a quick uh, message from my buddy, Eric. All right, here we go. Just, just really let it sink in, whites. <laughs> oh, I think, uh, I think my dog is really farting a lot. I right, let this sink in, whites. The people from a black percent wait for people in Austin and Portland and stuff. I am black, self identified as black, and I need all you white towns people to chill out because uh, you look crazy right now. Like, there's people that are actually racist in the world, but this is actually a joke, and you know it's a joke because it came from a comic and he was uh, on stage being paid to tell jokes. Owen says some crazy shit, don't get me wrong. Like, there's times that Owen says shit, but are, are you serious? This is this is the one? Gonna chase somebody out of the city? Like, don't get me wrong. There are plenty of bad people in the world that you can get your torches and chase them out of the city. Fine. Actually, I'm not comfortable with your white asses having torches. <laughs> can you just sit down somewhere? Is that an option? Get a Whole Foods, drink some kombucha or something? Chill out. It's decent people. Um, actually, I'm inspired by Amy to read you guys something I wrote, um, hold on, let me find it. Uh, <laughs> Dear white townspeople, <laughs> sit your asses down somewhere. Yeah, on behalf of the entire delegation of Wakanda, read the first fucking amendment, embrace it, you can't just say it that you love it and you stand up for it and then tell somebody what they can say and what they can't. You don't like the joke, don't laugh. Shut up. Damn. Um, it's early, I'm tired. White people always white people. Yeah, I know, I'm racist too, fuck y'all. And before you say anything about how you're gonna do all this violence to me, yeah, do it, run up. I'm not, I'm not one of the protesters, I got you. <laughs> That dude's so funny, man. And like, I've had him open for me in Texas and stuff whenever I go to Texas. And, like, all his uh, his people come out. And, man, it's a it's a different level. Like, southern Texas black guy is a, a fascinating, you know, they're like, yeah, man, I had to put down my hog, my hog dog or something. You know, there's a specific dog just for catching pigs. And, dude, you can just see it in their eyes. They're just like... They'll just hunt and kill and just 
be good. And they're so fun to hang with, typically. Culturally, it's very similar to the Southern white people. So much similarities in that. That's, uh, that's why that uh, Thomas Sowell book, uh, Black Redneck White Liberal, is so fascinating. And it's so funny hearing people around town say, uh, Owen, you got to watch out, a lot of liberals here. I'm like, Google the word liberal. Oh, the liberal's trying to uh, uh, censor my art and then uh, get us run out of town. That's liberal? Really? Because it isn't, obviously, and it will end. That, that type of doublespeak, there's, there's, a, there's a road, there's a path in everyone's life, right? And this is what I found very fascinating. Is that night, and Amy found it fascinating too. I'm going to read some more shit that she wrote. But there'd be people, um, yeah, let me read some of this. Oh, dude, Eric just texted me, the dude I just showed you. He just wrote, I'll be your not gay uh, Jared. He'll be, he'll be my not gay Eric. Uh, yeah, dude. See, that's what I'm missing out on. It's like working with people like that. I've been just up here. I, I just had to met this great guy, Joe, directed my special, man. I was really looking forward to working with him, but I'll, you know, it's a long life and we'll definitely work together. That's the beauty of planes and the internet is we can just keep, keep rocking. But, uh, Amy is such a genius. So this, so I'll leave all names out. Obviously I'm not, I'm not a spiteful person. So, uh, this woman writes, this really shouldn't be a joke anymore about me, especially in a show in a small community that really is so sensitive and sheltered and like Owen says, dumb, because many of us really have just a minimal understanding of what's okay and not okay. I was at the show and I laughed a lot. It was a great show, but I didn't care for the racial stuff. They all loved it. All of them were hugging me and high-fiving me and telling me how much pride I brought. They're only like this because of this one person. Because the, the thing about living a non-truth is you can't stand up for yourself because you don't know what you actually are. You just go with power and never do that. Because you just, you just drift down some stupid, lazy river to hell, right? And I've seen it. I've been on that river. Someone will kill you and it might be yourself. All right, so this was a, listen to this, listen to this, listen to this. And then listen to Amy's response. It's unbelievable. Uh, this was a fundraiser for various children's groups, Catholic school, hockey teams, and our, and our public town hall. This was not the time for this joke. Know your audience. Listen to Amy. Thanks for sharing this, but this was not a fundraiser for groups. This was a recording of Owen's Hour special that is made for his fans and he paid for he wanted to have it in Saranac Lake to bring pride to the community and money into the local businesses. It's okay to not like this joke. Owen was not even going to include it in the set. It was it, 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 because it wasn't considered polished yet. By the way, that's the only reason. Because I, I was worried that it wasn't ready. That's it. Not content. Uh, he had to put two hours of material on film so he could cut it down to a really good hour. But now, since so many people are concerned about this, he is going to include it so that people who weren't there will see how insignificant the joke was. Again, his audience were his fans, and this is not a fundraiser. You should know the comedy of the comedian's show you are attending. This is what he performs, and um, I'm sorry you, and then there's the rest. Oh, and then she, she put up the flyer, and it just says, As seen on Joe Rogan, Adam Carolla, two Comedy Central specials in the movie The House Bunny. Owen Benjamin, Saturday the 24th. Special live taping of new one-hour com uh, comedy special. Tickets must be purchased in advance. There's no message of their hockey team or anything else. You want to know what all that was? Actual charity. Actual charity. 
I was literally trying to get you money because I like kids. I like communities. I think strong communities stick together and I was doing my part. And these absolute morons, just (laughs) your brother crossed the line. (laughs) Okay. This is how I feel right now. Okay. You ever see uh, this South Park? Uh, This scene, this, uh, there's no real audio on this, but here's the scene where it's a whole episode uh, called fish dicks where Kanye West doesn't understand the joke and everyone just keeps freaking out the whole episode. I feel like Carl's Muncy in this joke. <laughs> so he's saying, now explain it to me. Why do people think I'm a gay fish? He's like, because you like fish sticks, man. Come on, man. He, he's pleading with them. Please get the joke. This is a profound scene between an authoritarian thug and an artist. Although Mencia is obviously, it's a joke that it's him because he stole the joke. It's a whole different plot. But he's like, please get the joke. Listen. You get it, please. Just get it, man. Why? Look at me. Look at me. I love fish sticks. I love putting fish sticks in my mouth. <laughs> And so then they kill Carlos Mencia because the whole joke is, do you like fish sticks? And he goes, yeah. Do you like putting fish sticks in your mouth? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, then you're a gay fish. And everyone just, it becomes the biggest joke in the world. It's like the funniest joke in the world. And Kanye West doesn't get the joke. So he keeps killing everyone that, that can't explain it to him. He's like, do you like fish sticks, man? He's like, I love fish sticks. And he goes, do you like putting them in, a, in your mouth? He's like, I love putting fish sticks in my mouth. And he's like, come on, man. You're a gay fish. He's like, and he just kills him. And that's that's what the town's doing right now. They're so unbelievable. Not they. It's a tiny amount of people are just so, <laughs> and they're like, well, just meet meet with them and hear what they have to say. No, dude. No. My, my, my uh, compassion ends at not putting people on blast. I do not want to hear one word out of any of your mouths. I just want to be in peace. And if I feel like my family's threatened in any way, things will escalate but if not this is all good this all is it's a big funny story down the line it'll be water under the bridge and everyone will be fine i know who i trust in the future i know who i don't trust in the future and it is all good in the hood okay ladies and gentlemen and i know that there'll be blowback from this video a lot of these people are watching these videos and just contacting people like my brother my brother so it sucks to be him right now because he's so like He's like, I just want to cut down trees and have beers, man. Come on. What's good? And I'm like, dude, I, I'll leave. I get it. I, I, I'll leave. But I'm telling you, in a couple months when it all blows over, you're going to be like, was that real? Because that's what happens. That's what happens with Medusa, man. That pops up. And then once it turns to sand, this has happened to me. This is not my first rodeo. Once it turns to sand, you're like, oh, that was like nothing. And everyone's like, What? But damage gets done, and then people can't backtrack because their ego's attached to it. You know, it's like that uh, NPR guy uh, who just got, like, fired and all that for putting his hand on a woman's back. It's like you keep going down that road. No one's safe. Like, one of my buddies, I'm going to talk about this when I do uh, Stefan. I'm not going to talk about any of this stuff because this is just for me and my people. It's not something I want to get involved in. It doesn't even matter. 
But uh, one of my buddies that works at the school, who's a legend, legendary guy, and he said he got called into the superintendent and they were like, yeah, we see you on social media saying really conservative things. Like he's in trouble. And he's like, so? I, I just saw someone with a Hillary sticker on their car. Uh, my brother-in-law died in Iraq. I, I served in the military. Like, we hate her. Uh, that's a little more extreme than my basic opinions about freedoms. And they're like, we find it a problem. And, you know, I want, I'm just trying to tell these teachers, it's like, if you turn your back on the artists, you're next. And it's coming so quickly. Just please listen. There's this old thing that they used to say. It was like, first they came, they came for the Jews, and then and we said nothing. And then they came for us, and there was no one left to talk for us, or whatever. It's so easy to beat, too. It's so much easier to beat than people think. Sometimes people think it's this big, that this PC, like, white privilege, cis, male, non-male, everyone's a sexual harasser about that that's this impossible thing to beat. It's so easy to beat. Just look at Medusa and just go, I'm okay. I know you're not going to bite me, right? Because they'll come at you. You'll see little threats here and there, but long run, it's nothing. It's sand. And if there's any outcome that hurts me or my family, that would be the worst thing they could do. It's like, dude, I would, you don't want to martyr people, man. Just trust me. Like, I'm down for like some Twitter martyring if they want to suspend me and then everyone rallies behind it for free speech. But this is real life with real people's lives. And it's like, don't martyr people, man, because it won't end for you. The martyr will be fine. All you can take from someone is money and life. But taking someone's essence, taking someone's purpose, taking what someone believes, you can't replace that. And and that's the one thing you have to, you have to be willing to die for what you believe in or else what you believe in isn't that important to you. And you need to read the Gulag Archipelago. But that being said, keep let's let's look at Peterson one more time, and then we'll watch the It's Time video. Okay, where is Miss? Oh, did I? Uh... All right, let's just watch it one more time. This is seriously you've got to let this sink in. I'm 37. I've lived like 80 lives. This is very important knowledge. You know, there's a line in the New Testament: "The meek shall inherit the earth." I got to look at my phone for a sec here because I don't know what time it is. There's a line in the New Testament that says, and it's in the Sermon on the Mount, says the meek shall inherit the earth. And that, I heard, that line always bothered me. I thought, no way, that's not, that, that's not right. Meek can't be the right word. So when I was doing the story of Noah and talking about the Sermon on the Mount, I spent a bunch of time looking at commentaries on that line, looking at the roots, the, you know, the Greek roots and the Hebrew roots, and trying to figure out what that meant. And that meek does not mean meek. That's wrong. Here's what it means. Those who have weapons and know how to use them, but still keep them sheathed, will inherit the earth. Jesus, that's a lot different, man. It's a lot better, right? Because the way it's normally, it's normally... By the way, you feel that tingle you just felt right there? That's because that's true. When you get that feeling like you're going to cry and you're not sad, it's because you just heard something true. Listen to this man speak what is, like, that is true. And it hits you. It just hits you like a ton of bricks. Like, just because you can doesn't mean you should. On the Mount, I spent a bunch of time looking at commentaries on that line, looking at the roots, the, you know, the Greek roots and the Hebrew roots, and trying to figure out what that meant. And that meek does not mean meek. That's wrong. Here's what it means. Those who have weapons and know how to use them, but still keep them sheathed, will inherit the earth. 
Jesus. You hear that in the audience? There's an audible like, ugh, because that's true. When you're next to something that's true, it hits you. And when you live lies, you can't, you can't ever get back. Well, you can get back to it, but you can't feel that. You know, and that's what I was, I didn't finish that story, but about the two paths, right? So there's two paths. There's the people that were hugging me and telling me how proud they were and uh, how much honor I bring to the town. And then within two days, they're, they're saying they can see both sides and that I'm a racist and maybe it, I shouldn't speak and maybe I should, you know, listen to what this person has to say. Okay, at that point, you have two paths. You either f- fix your mind and realize that you're now living a lie because that's not what you believe. And if you let someone else tell you what you believe, you're a puppet and, you, and you'll be controlled and you'll just, you're, you're not a human being. You're just a, you're an algorithm. You're a bot. You're a bot with a heartbeat, right? Because it doesn't go well for those people. I've known some of those people extremely well. And you get to a point where you can't feel joy because you either have to admit you're a liar, which is almost impossible for people. It, it, it destroys your ego to admit you're living a lie. Or you have to start believing it. And that's how the world gets flipped upside down. And you enter the dystopian hell of the doublespeak. And it's, and it's on the verge. We all see it. We all see it every day. And if, you don't, and if you're lying to yourself right now, stop. Right now, stop lying to yourself. You know it's, it's, it's bullshit. You know when you watch the Oscars and they say, this is, we're doing this for victims. <laughs> when, 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 when Meryl Streep says, this is for the victims. You know, let me let me show you. Is there a good picture of old Meryl? Well, I know I have her in the in the video, but let me just show you. Let me just show you a real quick thing. Okay, when this human being is holding a, a a giant gold, when she's holding a giant piece of gold, and she had just been limousined to an event to honor her more from her mansion, in which she plays make believe for a living. And she's holding a piece of gold and she says, this is for the victims who spoke out. And you know it's just the depth of bullshit. And you do this. Like, why live? I, I, I mean, some people, I guess, do. They just want to pass their DNA. But, I mean, what, what are your kids going to look up to? They're going to be like, daddy was a coward. I love daddy. Let's, let's keep whispering his name for eternity. The coward. A coward dies a thousand deaths, man. And uh, I'll just do art somewhere else because my family are not a family of cowards. I mean, Amy is like, God, God, she's good. All right, let's watch the new It's Time video. Let's watch the new It's Time video. And, and, and I guarantee, and a lot of this shit isn't going to sink in with any of these people that, that are angry at me because uh, they now see me as, as a deplorable or whatever. You know, it's some, whatever category they put you in to dehumanize you. When I say my family's being threatened, you know, we can't have our kid go to the school anymore. The church is, has, has shamed us. Our, our babysitter won't hang with us. My brother is, is having an anxiety attack uh, constantly and is questioning his relationship with his own brother. Can you please, please stop? And they just go, you should think about your actions. What brought, and I'm like, I'm a pub, I do this for a living, man. I didn't have to raise money for any of your fucking causes. <laughs> you know, but no good deed goes unpunished. But here's the thing, is that's a cynical statement. It really, do, it, I'm not being punished. I'm being released. 
That's how the world works sometimes. That's why you got to go with your gut. And when people are like, no, you got to stay and fight. No, that's living a life out of spite. I saw it in my wife's eyes when she was like, we're, we're free. We can do anything now. And I'm like, you're right. Because if we had left before, it wouldn't have felt right. It would have felt like I was leaving my family or like my brother. I love my brother more than just, I can't begin to describe the bond I have with my brother. And it's an irreplaceable bond. And my fantasy my whole life was to raise my kids next to my brother. And I gave up huge career opportunities recently to stay in this town for uh, the principle of family. And now that, you know, there's uh, <laughs> this controversy, it's, look, just look, it's a joke about it, but you can't say the word. So, so, the, so the black people at my show singing along, what are you going to tell them, you soy drinking fucking dumb fuck? <laughs> and that's the thing. is like Amy will, will switch their minds in two responses. And they're like, oh, yeah, you're totally right, Amy. Because progressives are cowards. They'll just go with anything you tell them. They're fucking retarded. And so when, when one person goes, this enough is enough. It's time that we get rid of that word. Someone wrote something really beautiful I'm going to write. I'm going to read and then I'll play the video. Uh, wrote it to Amy. They wrote, I agree with you completely. Not sure if you've ever seen the movie V for Vendetta. Great movie. But one of the main characters had a vault of forbidden items illegal to hold in society. He didn't keep all the Nazi memorabilia because he was a Nazi, but because he wanted to preserve who we were. So we didn't forget how awful we can be. I believe in what you guys are doing. I get it and have enough intelligence to realize you guys don't moonlight in white hats. The world needs more uh, courageous artists, not less. I also understand why you guys want to move. LP and Wilmington are beautiful, by the way. Winky face, like that's close by. But if you do, it sets a precedent. I'm not sure if you know this, but I'm married to a trooper. There have been multiple threats against mine and my kids' lives. I get it. I want to protect my family, but I'm also not going to let a few assholes tell me where I can live. It's really hard to know who to trust, and it takes time to develop strong relationships. But I promise you, uh, that person... Uh, is not as powerful as you think. I know this will blow over really quick. Oh, I know that. It, of course, it'll blow over in a week or two. It's not about threats. And that's why I keep telling everyone, don't react. Don't make threats yourself. Don't write emails. None of that stuff. Because it's not about being bullied out. It's about being released. Because I wanted to make something beautiful in this town. And I did. And the special is going to stand for itself. It's going to hold up for... for the beauty of honest comedy is it holds up. Like when you're honest, when you're a liar, it, it burns away. Watch old Oprah shows and stuff from the 80s. One in five heterosexual men will have AIDS this year. Like she said, it's just propaganda. Watch CNN from six months ago. There should be a six month delay on CNN. You'll die. La it's a comedy. But when you read stuff that's true, it never fails. And I might be wrong, but I'm not lying. That's my motto, man. And I got to take risks and then I adjust. And then I think, oh, well, maybe that nigga stole my bike doesn't quite translate right to certain people. Uh, how do I adjust this? But it's not out of hate. And I know that. And it's when, when people hear someone speak what they truly believe, they gravitate towards it and they, and they love them for it. And a lot of people hate them for it. And uh, there's just been people I thought I trust, trusted that I know I can't trust in a pinch. And, uh, you know, I got another baby being born super soon. And... To this wonderful woman who wrote that just great thing to my wife. God bless your husband. 
you know, he's a hero. And uh, I totally respect what you're saying about not letting people bully you out, but we're not being bullied. Look at my streams. Look at, I'm sitting right in the town right now doing these streams. Fighting, fighting, fighting. Smiling. Not being bullied. Being released. Because I'm not going to live a life out of spite. I'm not going to be like, Daddy's got to drive another three hours to an airport just so he's close to like a couple people who kind of think he's like a threat to them because there's some townspeople that are literally insane. Uh, and then when you call them insane, they double down and then threaten you. So uh, we're just going to go, you know, because I, when, I think my dream is to build my own theater. A lot of the bears have, uh, have offered. They're like, let's all just build a theater. It's a big bear theater. Or unbearable comedy. And uh, a couple... Dude, this blew my mind. And then I'll play this and I'll read Super Chats and I gotta do Maunu. But I played that Eric Nimmer bit. The, the black guy just being like, hey, white people, you look insane. You know? And then a few Unbearables uh, DM'd him and they're like, Owen's starting a comedy network. You're just what the kind of guy he's looking for. And that's one of the most beautiful things I've seen in a long time. Because that the, the people that wrote to him didn't know me and Eric were boys. Maybe not. I don't know. But they're, they're, they're recruiting comedy because Eric isn't right wing. I, I don't know if he's left wing. He's a vet. They're a different wing. They're the pilot of a weird plane. It's not about pushing a political agenda. It's about people that aren't lying. The reason that I've like moved political spectrums uh, in the last four or five years is because uh, I saw the liberals become liars like publicly and constantly. And I couldn't listen to him anymore. People say it's harder to switch politics than it is to uh, change religions. I don't know who did that study, but... So, I, I don't care who you vote for. Just don't lie to me. Like, like Jimmy Dore. I gave Jimmy Dore props on Twitter because I do want people to come together. Not with liars, not with awful people. I don't want us to come together with people that suck. But, like, Jimmy Dore is an old-school liberal who talks a lot of shit. And I respect that. I disagree with almost every policy thing he ha he believes. Like, he'll, like, adamantly defend, you know, like a high minimum wage and stuff that I, I, I believe to be economic uh, suicide. But, man, does he believe it. And I don't know the truth in the world. That's why I love listening to Dora sometimes because I'm like, I want to hear how other people think that aren't liars. I don't listen to liars. I tune them out. When I hear these liars, like, you turn on CNN you might as well just see a, a puppet. It's about power. It's about authoritarianism. And it can come in the form of, of anything, you know? All right. So let's let's check out. So thank you to all the unbearables who contributed to this It's Time video. Let's uh, watch it and enjoy. All right. Here is uh, It's Time. When tragedy strikes, mainstream media always knows who to look to for guidance. The children. Nothing says salad policy like the mind of a child. It's time to listen to the children. Because they eat their own shit. The deadly AR-15 struck again. How deadly? If you add up all the rifle homicides in a year, right here in the U.S., it's almost half as many as people's hands. Or nearly a quarter as many are killed by knives, and almost a fraction that are killed by sandwich eating. The most recent shooting killed a fraction of the people who have died 
texting about it while driving since it's happened, but it's a scary fraction. Sure, we've listened to experts, but what really do experts know? I mean, what do I know? I've only worked for 25 years at the same company and raised three children into adulthood and put them into college. I'm an idiot. It's really time for me to listen to the children. James Madison and Thomas Jefferson are stupid. We should replace them with Alfonso from 10th grade. The past is the past. The Constitution was written with a stupid feather, not a modern pen, so it's meaningless. It's time for a change. It's time to listen to children. People have been listening to children a lot lately. What better time to change the chemistry of a child and sterilize them than when they're toddlers? It's time to listen to the children. Because if your daughter wants to take as much testosterone as Rich Piano, that should be her choice. Bear Clan, it's time we listen to the children and give them the equal rights that they deserve. As my five-year-old son, Lucinda, he's transitioning. And he wants to have the same rights as everybody else because he's an empath like his mother and his soy father. So when Lucinda wants to PMS, he's going to PMS. He wants his estrogen. He wants his testosterone. He wants, he, he can have whatever he wants. Lucinda gets to do whatever he wants. It's time that we listen to kids and let them play with whatever they want. Assume a child survives the murder gauntlet of leftist abortion legislation. They will be born with all the knowledge our society needs. There are children all across the world begging and pleading for us to listen to them. And they need you to give up your guns. I don't have any children of my own. Let's listen to your children. They will hold a sign they can't even read very well in exchange for more hall privileges. This fella had to ask permission to urinate the same day he told adult professionals exactly how to run the world. This is important. Do you think we are only protesting to get out of school or something? Don't take my word for it. Here's a crying, unimpeachable victim for you to argue with. Speaking of crying, who doesn't love taking orders from a crying adult man? He cries and cries, and we should all take him seriously. Like that one time a lion got shot by a lion hunter and he sobbed on national television. That's the type of man I look to for leadership. Only the children would understand that Tide Pod detergents are to be eaten, not used for cleaning clothes. Gotta listen to the children. It's time to listen to the children because my constitutional rights should be subject to a young female human who doesn't even know what she wants to wear tomorrow. Because children know it wasn't the shooter's fault or the non-existent police response. It was the gun. Because the gun makes the bullets shoot and the shooting makes people get shot. Perfect and unarguable logic from the mouth of a child. America, it's time 
to listen to our children when we decide what to eat, because we should all be using ice cream instead of milk with our cereal. Who doesn't trust a universal mass media team who all say exactly the same thing, despite most people disagreeing with them? These kids are showing everyone how they can count. Zero. Let's hear what they have to say about policy. If guns are responsible for the shooting, and we should take everyone's guns to stop shootings, what was really responsible for Harvey Weinstein's rapes? You guessed it, the penis. It's time for change. Life is so much better now that I don't have a dick. Instead of raping, I bake, I bake cookies. They haven't been polluted by life experience or education or making an actual contribution to society. My name is Scott Papanafiolo, and this is my AR-15. When Virginia Tech happened, I told my ex-wife, whose couch I was sleeping on, that I would gladly give up my AR-15 and forego the sacred covenant between God and man so that our children can be saved by the government. It's time we start listening to the children because they know this is an AR-15. It's time to start listening to the children. These little bastards have learned so much by closing their minds to all the opposition arguments, thereby having the wisdom to tell us all what to do. Listen to the children, because they're children. Hello, bench people. We must ban the guns. Bearded dragons don't have guns, and you can see how peaceful they are. If we ban guns, we can be peaceful. Peaceful like the bearded dragons. It's <laughs> Alright, that was great. Alright, I'm gonna read some uh I'm gonna read some super chats. I gotta uh get on a I gotta do a, I I'm not I'm probably not gonna be able to get to all the super chats today. I apologize. I, I got a call in like a half hour. But um I, I was reading you guys' comments as I was playing that. I'm so glad you liked it. I, I'm really proud of that one. That last dragon guy, they were all so funny. It was like, and a ton that I couldn't even use were hilarious. Because that was already almost seven minutes. Oh, there's Eric. What up, bud? You got to see the beginning when I was talking about you. Like, about uh, how I can't, I, you may hate white people or not, but I, I trust you with my life. <laughs> it's like the children. Got to listen to the children. All right, Bear Jew. It's Purim. Time to drink. Love you, Big Bear. Love it. Oh, thanks, Florence. My family and I know you know all too well how expensive medical costs are, so I hope this can help with the baby. Thank you so much. Well, we're moving soon. I don't feel responsible for that. Amy's mom's a nurse, so she's going to try and help us navigate. If we go to a new state, we may be able to apply for new insurance quickly. But either way, we're good. We're very fortunate people, so don't, don't sweat that. I appreciate your support. But the best thing you can do to support right now, I, I upload that video and this one stuff to spread it, hit the like button, share it, comment. That's, that's the real thing. That's the culture. You know, it, it's another thing that I've learned in my life, how money's important to survive, but, but culture is important to live. And, and I think that we're up against a real propaganda machine right now. And, and anything you can do to just spread this type of comedy in the long run is huge. So, but I appreciate that so much, Florence. Locomotive breath. I hate Delaware where I'm working now. They made it so kids can change their sex on paperwork without parental consent. Yeah, it's nuts. And people are just, people not fighting this, are, I think, are pathetic. So enjoy that shit. You don't have to like 
freak you don't have to like do anything self-destructive but just know the most self-destructive thing you can do is agree to nonsense and lose your autonomy so just know that all right whatever big bear dm'd you a poem from my uh, book yesterday with that should speak to your current situation post tenant brass lux little person bear thanks bud are you really a person mcnugget i appreciate you i'll check that out uh five seven bear welcome five seven bear <clears throat> maggie alice hope you got my email yesterday. The Bear community, community gives me such a warm feeling. I feel lucky to be a part of it. Well, we love to have you. I haven't been able to check emails. I've been, you know, uh, hugepianist.com for tour dates. I'm going to have Nimmer at some of them. I'll bring I'll bring Nimmer to, to, I don't know, you'll meet Nimmer. I don't know what cities yet, though, but I have a small and very, very amazing group. Grant, thanks, buddy. Very generous. This is my first super chat, but I've been watching for a while. I would like to be officially verified on the stream as Free Bear. Also, could you play Run of the Mill by George Harrison? I, I can next stream. Man, because I, I, I can't. I, I, I like have an exact time I got to call into this show. But uh, I like George Harrison. And of course you can, Free Bear. I was almost going to title my special Free Bear. Almost like Free Bear. Free Bear was like... A little Free Bear. Dodgy Drifter, hey Owen, can't wait for Chicago's show. Keep up the good work, bud. You're still fighting the good fight. Love the gusto. I'd like to request Windy Bear if it's still out there. Oh, sounds like someone's proud of their Chicago roots. Welcome, Windy Bear. Don't they know most bears are black or brown? <laughs> no, they don't seem to know that. I saw somebody arguing about how homophobic the unbearables were with a gay bear. thought that was really funny. We just don't prop up that shit. It's not that there's an, like, an anti-gay vibe. It's just like being gay doesn't make you special. In fact, it's a little weird that you want to shove stuff in people's asses. But, you know, to each his own. Bear Gribble. Your brother will be okay. It's a small town. He can smoke crack, fight with his wife, and use their tools. Who else are they going to call? One-Eyed Larry? Yeah, totally. It's all, it'll all be fine. But you got to have that. It's kind of like Eric when, when uh, I was being uh, physically attacked in, in Texas, and he just... Was the chillest dude ever because he's seen combat. I've seen a lot of emotional combat and political combat and this type of propaganda combat. So I can keep a very level head in these situations. But uh, And the thing that they always do is they always make it seem like they're the victim. They're like, if you would only apologize, we wouldn't make it so your child and wife can't go to the store. And you're like, shut up. Because the human instinct is to go, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, but don't. Because then they know they own you. Don't comply. Stop yelling, telling people where your family will be, Owen, no matter how right you clearly are. It's just not smart. I'm not. That's one of me and Amy's things. That's why I'm not saying where we're going. I'll say, you know, I, uh, I'll say a general area. I don't want people to know where I live anymore. I, I used to, I, I was always very trusting of people. I think it's because I genuinely have like good intentions. <laughs> That's what Amy tells me. But uh, I've seen the dark side of human nature, man. I thought I was really safe here. And then just to see how, like, just a very small amount of very crazy people can can make it so you don't know what's happening. And, uh, yeah, that's one of the reasons I want to go some, I want a fresh start so that we can have, like, real security. Uh, oh, oh, thanks, Homer. Oh, my wife and I found you a few months ago and have made a massive difference in our lives. Keep telling the truth. We're in Gig Harbor and can't wait to see you at the Kirkland show. I would like to be Jive Turkey Bear if, if available. Welcome. And my wife's from there, so she'll be happy to hear that we got some uh, some bears in arms out there. Ken, Oilfield Bear here. I'm a new bear and love what you're doing. Hope to see you perform in Houston. Oh, you will. And I'm I'm bringing I'm bringing my family. I don't want to leave them alone here. 
You know, we had Amy or we had Wally sleep in our room last night. Like we kept his, his little bed and everything, but it's really fascinating what happens when you when you realize your community is a little wacky. 99% great, 1% terrifying. So uh I'm going to bring uh, everyone to Houston. It's time to cut off your dick video. Where do we send the video? Are you still doing Oh, that was that that's what I just did. I just needed that last bit. Made a Twitter four days ago. They already blocked me two times. Automated behavior. Yeah, that's what happens, bud. Welcome to the uh, dystopia. If you Crowder and the Hodge Twins did a comedy special, that would be freaking awesome. I bet money the Twins would sink back up on that nigga stole my bike. Uh, yeah. Or if they didn't, it doesn't even matter. You don't need approval from racists. That's like one of the big things I don't want to do. I don't want to be like, well, I'm this and I'm friends with this person. I only, do the Eric, I only showed the Eric video because it was hilarious. I could have like famous black people like do that. And like, we're going to make Eric famous. The unbearables are. But I'm talking about mainstream. You can't judge anyone based on their race. That's the irony of all of this. You can't say, I speak for the black community. Who? That guy? That guy? That guy? Because I know a lot of black people that disagree with every single thing that's happening to me right now. They actually think it's embarrassing that they're being treated like, uh, like, I don't know. That they're just, uh, you get it. I got to read all these. A young warrior asked his master, you talk of peace, but prepare for war. Why? Master replied, I'd rather be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Wow. That's awesome. Very true. Good morning, Owen. Uh, from Nanaimo, BC, Canada. Hell yeah. Canada. Great individuals. Horrifying prime minister. Oh, I'm due to piss on Trudeau's calendar soon. Dude, you have to come to West Virginia. You already have chickens. Just tell everyone your old lady's your cousin and you're in. <laughs> Growing up in West Virginia, you developed thick skin and a sense of humor. Same in my town. We also had a lot of incest. So I get it. Um, sorry, I can't afford more. Spending too much on my show. Dude, don't. If you can't afford super chats, don't. Communities are strongest when you take care of yourself, your family. And then <clears throat> if you have extra and you want to hear me respond, super chat. If not, I'm telling you, the most valuable thing we have is, is pride and spreading it. Money comes and goes. And because I, when you're, when I'm being threatened by British attorneys, you got to face it down and be like, what can they do to me? Like, what is the, the threat? And it's taking money. And then you have to be like, okay, what's more important, money or your purpose? And at that point, you're like, you got to be able to burn it or else they'll take everything. So don't worry about giving me money. I promise you that. I'm not just saying that. Hey, Owen, can you play The Weight of Lies by the Everett Brothers? Thank you. I can't. Maybe I'll do another stream later. But I can't right now. I got to. Oh, George. Thanks, buddy. The Bible makes it clear that we are to use words to build up and not to use them to tear down. Now, when it comes to comedy, we have to learn to laugh at ourselves, especially if the community, the comments are funny. The problem is we often think too highly of ourselves. Yes. A lot of this comes from um, subjective versus objective, where someone says, I don't find that funny. Therefore, it shouldn't be said. It's classic art censorship. It's happened for thousands of years. And George makes a great point that words are supposed to be used to build, not tear down. I think everything should be used to build and not tear down. Uh, that there's too much tearing down right now, not enough building. And if if something, if someone feels offended, what the beauty of comedy and the thing that makes comedy unique is that it's the one art where a verbal art where you, if you're offended, that's okay. Actually, all art's like that. What am I talking about? 
Where if, if you're like, that isn't for me, that's fine. And guess what? That show wasn't for you, and it wasn't for the hockey team, and it wasn't for the church. I did that out of kindness to be good to the community. It was packed. It was rocking. I, I got on with a standing O. I left with a standing O because I was taping a special. And people flew in from Australia. People spent like two grand to attend the show. And it's like the local community is like, why didn't you check it first with the local Elks Club before making a joke about deer? It's like, fuck you. <laughs> hey, Owen from Melbourne. It's 3.30 a.m. and the baby woke me. So first live stream, I've been here but loving your work. Can I be Pez Bear? Welcome Pez Bear, mate. Joe, what do you think about what's happening in South Africa? Watch my last, uh, the, the, the live stream I did yes, yesterday. I talk all about it, bud. Yeah, it was genocide. Akbar, hey bro, nothing to say except thanks for the laughs over many months. Inspiration, guys like you and Peterson have taught me so much recently. Don't stop doing what you do. Much love to family. Thank you, my friend. Don't know if you can, but could you release an uncut version of the special? Yes, absolutely. Maybe for Patreon supporters. That is a good idea. Jill, can't wait for Cleveland show. My sister and I love you and support the good fight. Uh, the interview with your mom was amazing. Time for the official baroning. Is Beaner Bear taken? Well, my wife's kind of Beaner Bear, but... No, I'm just kidding. She's Mama Bear. Welcome, Beaner Bear. This is why the Bear compound, compound will have Thunderdome. Yes. Changed my Twitter to Anecdotal Bear. Welcome. When are you going to be in Washington? I'm doing Kirkland soon. And don't worry, someone uh, super chatted me that not to move to Kirkland because it's too soy heavy. We're, we're not. Kirkland's not on our list right now. We're down to three areas, and we'll make a decision very soon, and we'll, we'll get out of here. Thanks for everything you're doing. I really enjoy your videos. Thank you. Love from Sweden. Hell yeah. Just got 12 inches of snow here last day, and I thought of you, Big Bear. Love it. Go ski that shit. Here's a little honey for the Big Bear. Invest in Birch Gold. My wife's a doctor. Ah, my wife's a doctor. Birch Gold. It always sounds like Vince Vaughn when I do uh, Ben Shapiro. Hey, I would love to chat. I would, uh, would like to have a chat with Sargon. I'm asking on Sargon's behalf. He's a fan. Yeah, I emailed Sargon. And my emails just get so psychotic that... Uh, I don't always see responses, but I would love to talk to that dude. I, I'm, I'm a fan of his as well. Donald, sweet. Thanks, buddy. Country Bound, still hoping for you to open our package. I will do that tonight. I'll do another stream tonight. The left is okay with you being camped, shot, and killed if you talk about societal separation. Convert or be terrorized, imprisoned, and killed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're not the compassionate uh, left they once were, <laughs> if they ever were. Noel, I want to start a new political party. What if I name it uh, Ursidia, Bear Party? The Bear Party. I like it. I kind of want to make uh, Bear Coin instead of Bitcoin, too. Bear Flicks. I, well, I'm, we're starting a comedy network that I'm now going to start focusing on more. Right now, we're starting with just stand-up, but we'll go from there. Chicken Tendy Mine. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, Thomas. I heard the audio of Winston Churchill's Never, Never, Never Give Up speech today. It made me think of you. Never give up, Owen. We got your back. I can't give up. Because then I got nothing. Like, you can't. There's, it's not like, what else, what's the other option? You bend your knee and go, I'm sorry. Take everything. People are like, you're, you're being dramatic. No, I'm not. I'm, be, I'm, I'm being the fun. I'm making it fun and nice. Trust me. <laughs> Tell your town you'll use your platform to help inner city families relocate to your town. Uh, since it's so tolerant of racism, then leave. Dude, that's so funny. The black guy that really stole my bike when I was a kid was one of those program kids. You know, we only had four black kids in our school and uh, they're all the problem kids from the inner city and they all committed felonies before high school was over. And that's one of the, the bittersweet results of some of these uh, government programs is I'm, I'm fortunate that I didn't 
become racist from things like that because I had really good parents. But if it's, it messes up the statistics when you only take troubled kids and put them in the country and then they all like kidnap a chicken raper, you know, you need to have a big perspective to know that that's because there were troubled kids said to a weird town and not because they're black. But uh, that only comes with experience and listening to other people talk. That's why it's so important. Postmodernism professor filed sanctions against me today for disagreeing with transgender info being pushed in class. I emailed you the doc. I actually just downloaded that. I am going to be reading that soon. I just had to deal with all this drama. But yeah, that's, that's legitimately terrifying. Uh, Mulama Alien. Oh, thanks, bud. That was extremely generous. Hey, bud, stick with your morals. Also, heads up, Seattle, Kirkland ain't a cool place if you have them. Uh, stick with your morals. Oh, yeah. No, we're, we're out. We're not going to go there. Thanks, though. Dude, I had a couple, like, positive responses from some Muslims. I had this one dude who wrote me. He's like, I, I, he, <laughs> I hate what you say about my religion, but we agree on family values and what you're going through is BS, uh, much love or something. I was blown away. I was like... Should I pull back a little on making fun of Islam? And then my other voice was like, no way, it's hilarious. And I was like, but this, but this is a good guy. All right, Eric, meekness. I laid down my wife that I may take it up again. John, uh, you're on the right path. Keep it up. Much love from Kentucky. Thank you, homie. Sorry I seem a little rushed, but I am. Uh, yeah, because you can't fight a culture war without a cult, right, Owen? You can't say culture without cult. Uh, can I be a Republican English bear? Lots of love from a conservative behind enemy lines. Welcome. That's Republican English bears. It's a hell of a combo. You know, it sucks crazy to running you out. They're not running me out. Promise you they're not running you out. Running me out. It's a decision based on my family's needs. And when I when, when my wife finally opened up to me about how much she hates the, how my drives to the airport and the cold and uh, her the fact her family has to travel 12 hours to get there. And I was like, you know what, we, we, we got, thank you for allowing me to be close to my brother. I love my brother and we needed that adult couple years and, and I'll still visit. We'll keep a house here. Uh, but you know, it, it was, it's an act of love. It's freedom. Trust me. It's not, I'll, I'll go up and do the same show tomorrow. And you know that it's not, no one's running me out. It's a, it's a decision. Hodge twins, another pair of Marines. Yeah, yeah, Marines get it. Marines, comics, construction guys, uh, plumbers, people that have jobs where if you aren't right, everyone gets covered in shit. <laughs> you can't do that whole lie thing. Tyler the Creator says, F you and F your family to my buddy. Oh, yeah, I remember reading your email, dude. Sorry, I forgot about that. Uh, concert in Seattle. It was at a burger joint, and he said, Hey, what's up? To, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of famous people are, are terrible, bro. So just know that. I get I get those emails sometimes from people being like, "You're really nice for being a famous person." A, I'm not that famous. Like I'm I'm known, but it's different. And uh, a lot of famous people are some of the, are really just bad dudes because they have to like they're not they're they're not famous for who they really are. And that's one of the reasons I committed early to not hiding stuff is because uh, I saw the damage it does when you oh uh, Malanu interviewed one of the pussycat doll women, and she talked all about that, about when you become famous for a persona and not who you really are, it ends up stealing your, your ability to feel joy. So I learned early on not to do that because you'll see these people, you say what's up to them, and they're like, get the fuck out of here. And then someone just hands them more gold, and they're like, fucking gold. 
Can you please talk about the whole anti-vaccine thing that's going on? I am not educated on that, American. Uh, so full of, so full of. I wish I was because it sounds like a good question, but I try not to rant about things I don't at least know a good amount about. Like, for example, someone recently wrote to me about how glass isn't actually a liquid. And they were somewhat apologetic about being like, you know, I love what you're doing. I watch every day, but is it cool if I just tell you? And I'm like, dude, always tell me things I don't know. It's like our culture is starting to train people that a differing opinion is somehow threatening. I'm like, I thought glass is a liquid. It's not. So thanks for that, man. My point still stands about how everything's on a different time frame, but yeah, glass apparently is not a liquid. I thought I knew, I thought I knew it was. I was told glass was a liquid several times, and then this person sent me some links. I did some research. It wasn't something I thought I needed to research because it was just in my head as a fact, but now I know that glass is not a liquid. So always tell me stuff that um, I don't know. And also, uh, I just trust that I won't rant about things I don't, I'm not pretty sure I know about, but if, if there's anything I say that isn't accurate, please tell me because I, nothing bothers me more than sounding ignorant. Um, apparently other people have no issues with that where they don't, the person freaking out about me, I bet she's never played Mike Tyson's punch out. <laughs> it's like, just meet with them. Really? How about you don't go to town hall to get me banned from the only theater in town before telling me to just meet with them. You, you, you blind, power-hungry... All good. All good. Uh, we'll, we'll chalk it up as a W to keep the sh uh, sword sheathed. And someone could say, that's a veiled threat. No, it isn't. I promise it isn't. Not threatening anything. Zero. I'm telling people not to do anything to anybody right now that's coming at me because it makes us look stupid. Because there will be a time when I'll call on you guys to be like, I need you now. Bears, this is not that time. This is a pathetic example of someone not knowing what the hell they're talking about and grasping at power because something else is going on in their life that I'm not fully aware of. And this is not a time for empathy. It's a time for compassion, which is different. Empathy, you, you feel someone else's emotions and that's what makes you cloud your own judgment. And you go, well, I see both of your point of views. Like the rapist really wanted to rape and the rape victim didn't. It's kind of like, I see where you're both coming from. That comes from empathy. Compassion goes, okay, this person might be hurting. You know, this person might have something else going on, some sort of fear or something happening that's being converted into anger at a random artist. And as long as I'm not physically threatened or my family isn't physically threatened, I will try to just show the, the process of what would then happen. Uh, if these things keep pursued, and if not, let's all just break bread and drink wine, and we're out. I will not do any more shows in town, because frankly, it's not that fun. I was, and it's not convenient for anyone to come up here. I was just trying to help the community, and a lot of local businesses will be really mad at these people, because I was bringing in lots of money into the community, and it only would have grown. Without this little controversy, my special highlights a, a town of 2,900. My special will be seen by thousands of people. You know, and so many people were like, man, I, I pictured Saranac Lake is just this, this perfect place. And I'm like, well, I try to paint things optimistically. I, I, I don't lie. So, you know, there's been times where I'm like, the soy's coming a little bit, blah, blah, blah. But where I live, I want to honor. I, I like to honor my family, even when I feel like they, they've wronged me. I, I, I don't want to bring people into the dirt because then everyone gets dirty, you know?
but it's like if someone's gonna pull these moves, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pull a Meryl Streep and endorse endorse a rapist. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna be like Harvey Weinstein's a great guy. No, and um, and man, we we all have those memories of that night, though, man. For all the bears that were at that taping, it was unreal. I couldn't believe I couldn't believe it. And memories are, are forever, or until until you get too drunk to remember something, which has happened. Okay, excited to see you in Kirkland. Don't move here. It's SJW Central. Yeah, it's coming a lot of places. I don't mind living near SJWs. Honestly, if it's near an airport, it's beautiful, and there's a lot of other people that want to do comedy. I don't mind being in the midst of people that I think are soy-sipping fucking morons. I truly don't. I don't need to be in an echo chamber. In fact, I was getting so many applause breaks at my hour special, it almost freaked me out a little, where I'm like, man, I need a little opposition or else I don't know what's going on. But, uh... You know, I'm not going to live in, in a very remote place unless the, the there's some sort of payoff for my family. You'll be run out of here for just saying you don't think Trump is that bad. I wouldn't be surprised if Antifa shows up. Can I be Judge Bear? Welcome, Judge Bear. Um, I mean, these people are cowards, man. They're not going to do shit. It's like, what, what movie was that? The Big Lebowski was like, these people are cowards. <laughs> these people are cowards. The man in the black pajamas. Shut the fuck up, Donnie. Over the line. There are rules here. This isn't Nam. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, man. Usually SJW response isn't that big of a deal. But this area, Saranac Lake is also oddly tough. It's weird. It's a weird combo of like actual male testosterone and then a little bit of soy and then a lot of like weird racial issues. I think there's actually racism here and that's why you're not allowed to do rapes jokes because like they're racist. And Eric has brought up that point many times on like my podcast or like in our conversation. A lot of black people in my life have told me they trust me because I'm openly a little, I wouldn't say racist, but like I just, I clearly am not hiding anything. And a lot of them feel so uncomfortable around these, these liberal quote unquote whites. I mean, Malcolm X said that the liberal was the the real threat to the black community. And not that I even believe there is a black community, but I think he's got a real point that liberals um, see them as children in a lot of ways. It's kind of like um, that movie Get Out. One of my favorite aspects of that movie was how the liberal whites were like, I would have voted Obama for a third term, dog. You know, just desperately seeking approval and just waiting to snatch their soul, you know. Pretty fascinating stuff. And it's almost like they're not socialized dogs. Like, you got to socialize a dog. And you got to be around other dogs. And these people aren't around black people. And that's not a bad thing. It's a neither thing. Sometimes there's some communities where there just aren't a lot of something. Like, I grew up with a lot of Puerto Ricans and no Mexicans. There's a difference. One's a little more stabby. One's a little more shooty. I'm not going to say which. I'm not going to sound racist. But one, one group, <coughs> Puerto Ricans, are a little more stabby. And Mexicans are a little more shooty. Uh, but that doesn't mean you know anything about Koreans. You know what I'm saying? And then if you meet a Korean, you're like, I knew someone who had a dry cleaners too. And then they're like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? How does he know that I own a dry cleaners? <laughs> All right, last two Super Chats and I'm out. Love you, Big Bear. Check out Michigan's UP, especially the Houston area. It's beautiful and like the 50s. It's mostly cash or checks, no plastic. Man, I love that. But I think my wife's going to want a little less winter for a bit. She's really made it through the, the gauntlet. Hey, love. Uh, it won. 
I just got to be off to make sure everything works. I'm getting hi. one more super chat. You want to say hi to the people? Sure. Amy's going to say hi to you guys. This is hey, my wife. Keeps. Yeah, she's uh she's super happy at all the support you gave her, by the way. A lot of people wrote about uh the thing that she read yesterday, and she's over the moon about it. And um, I just want to let you guys know it means a lot to us. It means so, so much. You have no idea. It makes us feel like we're not crazy, <laughs> or at least me. Yeah, and, and tell them how like there's some good people in the area, like how much oh support my gosh, we've gotten. We've gotten so much support. It's absolutely nuts. And like such well-thought-out support, too, from friends, from acquaintances, from people I've never even met before, just Facebook messaging me. It's been really, really awesome. It's the institutions that hey, turned on us. George. Hey, George, come on. Oh, George. George is, George is oh, pissing. George. I'll take care of that. I, prom I, I I spot it. I spot where you piss. I promise I'll take care of it. All right, cool. Well, so what, what do you think? The institutions turned hard, though. It has. Like hard. I feel very cold, so I think we have to go outside. Okay, no, I'll just I'll finish up here. All right, cool. Um, all right. Loud my, yeah, yeah. Puppy piss. And then let George back in here, because if he's not in here, he might just start barking. George the dog is so great. Yeah, but he just he just pissed pretty intensely. Oh no, Amy's like, and she's so sweet. Like sometimes it's like like when when we get really threatened, and it's happened a few times. We've been together a long time at this point, and there's been a few times in in my career where that's happened. And uh, and she uh, oh yeah, I gotta go. When she has to though, she's just like, because she knows what it's like being a minority in a small white town. And not really being a minority, like her, her, her family like voted for Trump, but like she had a Mexican dad. She looks Mexican, and then uh, you know that guy obviously abandoned the family, so she got a white stepdad. Thank God. I remember some people were telling me, some people were telling me like, oh no, they, you're not gonna do any of your funny jokes anymore. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You really think I'm breakable by like a couple idiots? But all the institutions turned on us. All right, one last uh, super chat, and I gotta go. Moved to Nashville. Uh, moved to Nashville, dude. The city's awesome, bro. That's on our short list. I was talking to Westside Bear. He, he, Westside Bear wrote me something awesome. He's like, my dad's a pastor. You know, my mom uh, is a great real estate agent. We can fucking hang out and uh, make sketches and all that stuff. And uh, really, Tennessee has always sounded really good to me. Every time I go to Tennessee, I love it. So like, that's a perfect like. Southern hospitality, but like it's not crazy humid in the summer. All right, I gotta go. Uh, much love. Much love and hit the like button, share it, comment. Thank you everyone for the super chats. It means the world. It's gonna help us uh, with the moving costs and figure out where the hell we're gonna move and how we're gonna sell our house. And uh, you know, there's a lot on the table right now. So, uh, I uploaded the It's Time to Listen to the Children video on my YouTube. Please share it, comment, uh, like it. Do, or if you don't like it, don't like it. I'm not telling you got to. If you disagree with it, comment. I'll just, I'll just respond while you're wrong. And uh, yeah, thank, again, thank you all so much for the support. This is nothing. It's literally a blip. But it's a blip that can scare the shit out of people. One of the reasons I've been so open about my whole process with this is because people face this. I get, I get thousands of messages of like, Big Bear, I'm in college and I think I'm gonna fail because I said that there's nothing wrong with being white male and, and you know, someone else is like, my wife is freaking out because I, I want you to see the full process and I'll make it out, fine. You'll see me on the other end and it's all gonna be good. And I'm not saying you have to do the same shit that I do, but just know that the, 
the Medusa snakes are made out of sand and everything's going to be good. As long as it isn't not, it isn't bad, which could also happen. But I uh, really love you guys. Thank you again. And, uh, you know, good time.